Hi there, and thanks for joining us. On this episode, we speak to a company that's celebrating its 40th anniversary in Cork and has had a hand in some of the biggest infrastructural projects that we all take for granted today. I'm Jonathan Healy, and this is Red Business. Red Business, Cork's exclusive business podcast. The company in question is PM Group, and with me now is the Cork Office Operations Manager, Pat Ryan. Pat, you're very welcome to the podcast. Nice to see you. Thank you, Jonathan. It's nice to be here. Thank you very much. Um, PM Group, I, I, I was just saying to you before we started recording, their project management, that's what it is in my head. Correct. I, I, yes. I, but it, that's what it was to begin with, isn't it? Correct. In the early days, it was known as Project Management Limited. Uh, changed name in the uh, in the 90s to PM Group and now known as PM Group um, globally. So when did you join what was project management at the time? So me personally, I, I joined the company in 92, uh, a mechanical engineering graduate from what was the RTC, CIT as it's known now. Oh, we all change names. Correct. Yes. As, as time goes yes. on, we yes. all evolve. So uh, you went straight in out of college then? I went straight in as a graduate uh, mechanical engineer, yes, in 92. So you, you Giving know... Giving away my age there. Yeah, ever so slightly. Uh, you, were, you were a young student. Um... Take us back to what the company does, because project management probably means something to those who work in construction and to those who are involved in in delivery of these projects. But to the man on the street, they might understand a little bit, not a huge amount about it. So what do you do? So PM Group, we're, we're an architectural and engineering design company, um, providing, in addition to that, the architectural uh, design through to facility construction management and uh, qualification to produce products. And the products being uh, tr- typically the pharmaceutical products, so medicines, our clients are they very much the, the multinationals working in the pharmaceutical sector. Uh, we also work in the food sector, we work in medtech sector and um, some mission critical work data centres. So we, we effectively would look at site selection for our clients right through to the overall design of the facilities. The design of the process, and that's the key thing that we do, is the design of the the process for the facilities for the production of whatever that product is. Are you the guys who take the stress out of it? In other words, that they hand over a project to you uh, and they know that you're going to deliver on it, that that, that the speed bumps that they don't want to have to deal with, they hand happily to you. Well, we'd like to con- we'd like to think that that's the way our clients look at us as as being a, a one stop. Uh, they never they'd never say it to your face, but that's what you're viewed as. We we hope so. Um, I guess you know our, our our expertise is in the the delivery of complex projects. So you know there's a lot of detailing goes into the design of these facilities um, in multidiscipline uh, engineering design. So whether it's electrical design, process, chemical engineering, mechanical, electrical instrumentation, and we have all of those services in house. All of those disciplines are working in-house in the, in our offices. See, as a Blackrock boy, I would have remembered the old red brick building yes. opposite what is still the CSO. And that was kind of one of the first buildings of its kind up there that, that showed a bit of promise for that area. I mean, subsequently, you've been joined by all sorts of the Oxbrower there. Now you've got the, the NSC and all other buildings around there. But you were kind of an outlier at the time in, in that original office, weren't you? We were indeed. That's the, the office on Skihard Road. That we, uh, we moved into that office in ninety two. Um, that was actually a, a PM designed uh, building, bespoke for the services we were doing. But you couldn't complain if there was a problem with it, if that was the case. And we didn't have to, thank God. <laughs> uh, so we, we, yes, we were we were renting premises in Cork up to that um, in uh, the South Douglas Road, the Dusk Industrial Estate, and had been there for a few years. But it was a huge investment for the company to uh, build our own facility, our own building um, in in Cork. 
um, in 92. As I say, we moved in there in the summer of 92. And within a few years, we actually had outgrown that that building. But I, I do remember, because I joined in 92, I do remember that building and walking down the road from there towards what is now Man Point. And at that time, it was a, a cul-de-sac. Uh, and into the fields, but so you're right. It was a it was a big bold move to move in there, the big red big brick building before mm. anything else was built in the area. Uh, again, not wishing to discuss your age publicly, but when you would have joined, technology was very different. I mean, did you have such a thing as CAD back in the day, where you had computers helping design, or was it still very much all a pen and paper exercise? It, it was at the time we we're starting to transition into the CAD area, so we did have drawing boards um, in that building. So you could go back to them. Correct. Yes. Technically. Yes. Yeah. Well, we were, wasn't even going back to them. We were. They were the. You never got off them. Well, they were the the uh, the base design was done on the two D drawing boards. At that time, we were only moving into the CAD uh, area after that. Um, and we still look back at photographs of that office and the office before that and the rows of drawing boards, big A0 drawing boards and people standing at their boards working away all day. Um, and it was from the, the early mid-90s we moved into the CAD area and then subsequently you know, 2D became 3D uh, and now we are into virtual reality and, and different formats um, in design completely and, and changed. This is one of the things that, that I suppose those of us not involved in the sector would probably find quite cool. Uh, we wouldn't have found the A0 um, documents cool, but mm-hmm. the idea of putting on a headset, being able to physically see what an end result will be. Correct. I mean, uh, how much of a change has that been for, for you? Yeah, it's been it's been a huge change. You know, it's it's not just... Um, it's, it's a big change for us. It's a different skill set. Um, people have to be upskilled. New people hired in that, ha- that have that skill uh, and train our own people. Um, but when we're working with a client and they're looking at their facility and trying to visualise it, it's fine for an engineer who understands a, a, two, a drawing on the on the on the board. Um, but a lot of the clients would be science backgrounds, uh, you know, different backgrounds rather than engineering. So for them to be able to look at their building in a three D uh, visualisation inside in our room, or as you said, with a virtual headset and see what their rooms are going to look like. That, that's a huge um, step change. And has that improved quality? Has it improved delivery? I mean, where where is the saving yeah. in having that type of technology on site? Well, a big part of that saving is actually in the, the, the time, the, the speed to market. For us, working with our clients that are producing these life-saving saving medicines, uh, speed to the market for the patients is critical. So if we can speed that up through the use of technology in design, in virtual reality, in 3D, or in whatever way, that's where the, the huge benefit is, is coming. Um, um, so. Look, 40 years in operation here. How small an operation in Cork was it to begin with? Well, it started in in the in '79 with um, three three guys and three three of the founding members. We had them together last week. That um, they were working from a small little office down in um, on Monaghan Road. And they, uh, so it was three people working on small projects, basically supporting clients in construction management activities. So back in 79, it was three people. When I joined in 92, there was about 380 people okay, in the company. So they, they'd grown quite Correct, a lot by yes, then. Yeah. yeah, in that time frame. And how many have you got now? So as a group, um, globally, we have about 2,700, just over 2,700 employees. Um, from a Cork perspective, we have 860 personnel working from our Cork base. Because we, we mentioned the Skihard Road site, but you've, you've moved up the road. You moved down what used to be the cul-de-sac, as you've lovingly referred to it. What's yeah. the difference between the two buildings? And did you design the new one as well? We did, indeed. Um, and we moved in there in 2003 um, because we'd outgrown the Skihard Road facility. 
and um, I, I guess you know we we hit a situation four years ago where we again outgrew the the new office and we've uh, taken a premises in Carrigtool also in the Fort Industrial Park in Carrigtool so we have 100 seats in that office down there um, which really helps the the, the, the the workforce coming from that side of the tunnel mm. uh, so they can base themselves on the East Cork side rather than coming through the tunnel Which I'm sure is of much delight to them as yes. they avoid the traffic um, you you work in a sector that that has evolved a lot as well. You talk about how your own sector evolved from you know pen and paper to VR headsets. The areas that you work in, they've changed a lot as well. And and we went through the era of pharma, yeah. manufacturing, physical pills being made in the country to moving to biotech uh, to now a whole different level where you know we're, we're going. Well, what's next? Because even the good stuff is now moving abroad. How far ahead do you have to stay to keep the companies here in Cork, for example, and, and to make sure that we still have a pipeline of, of services like that into the future for the next generation, the crowd who are currently out in your alma mater in CIT. Yeah. So, so I, I guess, you know, from, from a PM Group perspective over the years, go back to 40 years ago when the Cork office was established, um, our, our founders were working in oil and gas, they were working in um, some of the, uh, the heavy industries Within a few years, they moved into the pharma sector and it was very much uh, API, which is the, the, the primary product. Um, so that, that was where we, we grew up from. But over the years, we've had to stay ahead of the technology as it moved into the biotech. We were very successful in winning some large biotech projects in the Cork region um, delivered from the Cork office. And now it's more, you know, the, the, the cell and gene therapy type of facilities that, that are moving on and, and the technologies are moving ahead. Um, do, do you still think that Cork has the special sauce, that which has brought these companies to the city and the county in the first place? One hundred percent. You know, and I, I'm, you know, it's easier just looking internally at, at how we've evolved. We, we we've, we've, uh, like Cork, uh, and I look at PM Group in Cork as well. Like we have a very skilled uh, workforce, um, very, very good technologies, access to technology, uh, and that has served as well in in bringing in foreign investment into Cork into the region. And then you know, how we've seen it work as well is that. Um, PM Group, having worked with those companies here in, in Cork, we've managed to follow them overseas as well and work with them as they delivered new technologies globally. We've been helping them do that from the Cork office and upskilling even the, mm. our own people here in that, those areas as well. I'd imagine the three lads would have done with a small kettle back in 79 uh, that has grown into a very big canteen across not one but two sites now. But you need to feed the beast. You need to make sure you have a throughput of talent. Yeah. Uh, and I'm guessing there's a lot of competition out there from your competitors and, and indeed maybe direct employment and more importantly contractors. These guys realise, yeah. well, maybe I can make more money out on my own. How do you manage to attract talent and, and are you getting the right kind of people coming out of our third level institutions? Yeah. I hear there's a couple of questions in that, John. You know, I, know, I just like to challenge you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, if, 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 um, if I look at the, uh, the, the, the talent pool, I mean, we, we work with the colleges. We help, uh, we do mentoring with the colleges. Um, but, you know, PM Group is a 100% um, employee-owned company. Um, so that is an attraction for people looking at, you know, where, where to where they're going to spend a number of their years of their, their working career, getting involved in a company. Um, so that's one of the things. It's attracting the people in by the, the culture in the company, uh, being employee-owned. Uh, that helps attract the, the the people, the talent pool coming through from the colleges. Yeah, it's a, it's a big challenge, and we're we're actively involved with the colleges and secondary schools around the whole area of STEM, trying to attract uh, secondary school 
pupils into the into the third level education following the the engineering technology route. I'm getting, but now that you mentioned, I'm guessing that it used to be a very male heavy industry. Are you trying to address that? Yes, I'm 100. Like we have um, a number of our um, Cork based and, and global based employees are involved in the Irish Foundation and different activities there as well. Um, going visiting the schools, and that's where we're starting is really with the schools, not necessarily even the colleges, uh, trying to attract uh, the females into into the educate into the engineering side. As well. You work and closely with, with one of your neighbours in, in Nagel Community College, uh, a school where two of my brothers went in the very early days yeah. of, of that college. How, how has that worked? I mean, do you, do you see and do you get in the enthusiasm of youth when, yeah. when they see what you do? It, it, you know, it's very exciting uh, what we're doing with Nagel uh, Community College and this is the first year. So, you know, I, I can't speak with experience on it, but having met the, the principal and the pupils there, they're very, very enthused by this, uh, this bursary that we've put in place with Nagel. Uh, whereby we will we will sponsor through technology uh, any any of the students who want to third level uh, provide mentors for those doing STEM courses. So we, as I mentioned earlier, we have a full um, range of engineering disciplines. So if any of those students go into th- third level doing a relevant engineering uh, qualification, we will support them with a mentor. And we're also extending it to our TY program because we have quite a structured TY program for transition year students. So we're bringing them in early so they can see what engineering is about and how we work and hopefully at that stage catch them and push them down that route. Mm. I've said it before, one of the the, the great comments that came home from my son's school was uh, one day they were told uh, half of you are doing jobs that haven't been created yet. And that kind of blew his mind. Mm. But you can hear from what you've described in your area, you, you trained to be a mechanical engineer and, and, and look what has happened in that intervening, we're going to say, 10 years. But mm. that new group of students, the ones that are currently in Nagel Community yeah. College, at some point they are going to be your age and they're going to have a history to tell and they'll be sitting maybe in some virtual studio discussing this as well. But uh, how exciting is it for them? How daunting is it that this industry has changed so much in the last 20, 30 years and what is going to be in the future? Yeah, look, you know, it's it's exciting for all of us. You know, I I also have a a son who's going through second secondary school, and I say that same message to him. You know, in ten years' time, so the job that you could be doing in ten years' time it doesn't exist now, or the way you'll be working doesn't exist now. And I think back even to you know my my days when I started with PM Group in Cork, and we were sending faxes, and we were getting quotes in from our suppliers by fax. If I wanted to give, send a message to somebody else in the business, I sent. I wrote a memo. I hand wrote a memo and put in a pigeonhole in the in the in the post box for that person to pick up later on. It wasn't emails. It was it was handwritten notes. So even the way we work, and that's a basic thing, that has changed. The the, the drawing boards to the three D modelling has changed. As we look forward now, even uh, you know the way we work, it's not necessarily about the drawings anymore it's about data it's da- managing data to anticipate what's, go- what's coming next so you know all of that that's, it's very exciting and trying to convey that to the, the students coming through now I think they I think they, they probably understand it better than we do yeah well that's true uh, the digital native generation know more than I do about technology yes. anyway 40 years you've, you've written out one two two and a half recessions in that time um, how confident are you right now uh, look, you know, I think the PM Group has come through the, those recessions uh, very well. And, you know, if you go back even um, in the uh, 08, 09, 10 here in Cork, um, you know, we, we uh, there was a big downturn in the in, in our sectors in Cork. Um, 
we looked further afield. We worked on with project with clients on projects from outside of Ireland, delivered them from Cork. We maintained our numbers. We grew our numbers, in fact, in Cork over that period by working on projects outside of outside of Ireland. And it's been that resilience that has brought us through. And that's what we would expect. You know, we, we, we have um, we have a world class team working for PM Group in Cork, uh, delivering projects globally, and that's how we would we would see it see it through. Uh, look, it, it sounds like an exciting time for you. Um, we wish you and the teams both in Carrick Tool, where I didn't even mm-hmm. realise you were, and indeed uh, in Mahan, the very best. Look, Pat Ryan, Chief Operations Manager. Congratulations on the 40th anniversary of PM Group's Cork office, and we wish you the very best of luck. Thank you, Jonathan. Thank you very much. My thanks to Pat Ryan and indeed good luck to everybody at PM Group. Don't forget you can download all the episodes of Red Business from the website redextra.ie. Neve Hennessy produced and we'll catch you on the next one. The only show in town for Cork Business. Red Business.